MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v Good morning, everybody. Welcome in to Follow the Money on a Tuesday live from downtown Las Vegas, the Circle Resort and Casino. Stormy Tony and Sean King in for Mitch and Polly today. He won a Super Bowl, and I watched one eating potato chips a few times in my in my lifetime as a flavor of potato chips um i like the ruffles with ridges and ranch dip i would say that's on my top list of, okay. of chips okay you're you're out there working but i'm just I, i'm a kind of what kind of mood am i in guy all right okay i will say chips salsa and guacamole i can have any time of day any time place Get that on the table. Get me a Modelo and lime, and I'm the happiest human being. So, on like, the I'm planet. a guacamole snob. So, I Ooh. like it like made at the table, fresh. And then, I kind of like kind queso on my tortilla chips a little more than just regular dips. Yeah. So, I tend to to stick with flavored potato chips. All right. Yeah. Although, if you can give me some old Charlie's like original, like I don't even know what that in is. The can they used to deliver them. Oh my God! Old Charlie's? What is that? Uh, Am like I going to get company. ripped on social media? I don't yeah, know what was, that it is. It was a company. They used to deliver chips. It came in like a brown can 
Oh, they were unbelievable. Okay. Yeah. Lo- love it. Um, I'm sure that we'll sprinkle more food talking throughout the course <laughs> of the next three hours, but we will get into a lot of sports for you. Great guest list today. Uh, in a couple hours, Roman Harper of SEC Network, former Alabama safety, played with the Saints and Panthers. So we'll get into some SEC and NFC South talk with him. Clint Hurdle, former MLB manager, and Mark Schofield, national NFL writer, USA Today. Plenty to talk about with all of our guests today. Where we will start, however, is in the big headlines of the day, starting with the NBA, because Kevin Durant, we're approaching week four Mm -hmm. of the KD sweepstakes now since he announced that he would like a trade out of Brooklyn. And per Woj and Sham Sharani yesterday, the Boston Celtics have entered the chat that they're in discussions, one of the long list of teams in discussions with Brooklyn for a potential KD trade. The interesting part of this, Sean, though, are the pieces that they are willing to give up which it doesn't sound like the Brooklyn Nets have interest in. It's not enough for them. Well, I guess if you're Brooklyn, anything that doesn't include Jason Tatum doesn't work. And the only way, I'm, if I'm Boston, that I even allow Jason Tatum's name to come into the trade storm is if it's a one-for-one deal. And because of the contract, I think you'd have to add some pieces in to balance uh, how much more KD currently makes than Tatum. But... I mean, if I'm Boston and it involves Tatum, then it's Tatum and a salary dump. It's no draft picks. It's none of our other key components. And if I'm Brooklyn, it it has to include Tatum. So I don't think the deal happens. So I don't think that it's necessarily Tatum that's needed. Um, What we're seeing here from Bleacher Report and Shams is that, so Boston offered up Jalen Brown, Derek White, and draft pick for Durant. That said, no way. That's that's not going to do it. They want to add in. Marcus Smart, Defensive Player of the Year, um, and potentially another rotation player, and more draft picks. So they want the haul for Kevin Durant. I think on Boston's side of it, they want Jason Tatum and KD to play together. So seeing if they can give as many pieces as possible to get Brooklyn on board, it just doesn't seem like that's going to be enough. However, you look at the updated favorites on Bet Rivers for Kevin Durant to be on their roster to start this next season. The Nets, minus 400 favorite for him just to remain on the team. He's still under contract, obviously, for four more years. So it makes sense for them to be the leader in the clubhouse to maintain him. But the Celtics moved up right there at plus 250. Well, I mean, if, if you're Boston, I'd do that deal right now. I mean, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, you can have every draft pick we have for the next 20 years. But you really? If I'm Brooklyn, I don't do that deal. Really? Oh, if I'm Boston, I can pair. You're willing to give? Oh yeah, and I can pair Kevin Durant and Jason Tatum, and we bring back. uh, What's the big guy that played for him? uh, That that left and came Al Horford. Yeah. And you know you'll get some veterans that want to come. You know for the veteran minimum, one hundred percent you make that deal. So my thing is the. The whole narrative about Marcus Smart this entire postseason was he's like the heart and soul oh, guy of well, the team. K- KD and, and Tatum, they'll make him forget Marcus Smart. You, oh, this is so interesting. So you don't have any concern, I guess, that – so Jason Tatum, obviously somebody who's a younger player trying to create a culture and leadership and all of these things. You don't think that KD coming in would – would mess that up and take away these no. pieces that have kind of created. You already made it to the NBA Finals. Yeah, but I think Boston and the Celtics fan base, they're about winning the whole thing. Like, you don't get any credit for being competitive, even if that includes, what has Jason Tatum been in three Eastern Conference Finals and, and one NBA Finals? They want to win it. And uh, the fact that Marcus Smart isn't a traditional point guard and they struggle taking care of the basketball, you know, you think about the Sun series. One of the reasons that the games they lost was the amount of turnovers is because they don't have 
a legitimate ball handler who can settle things down and, and get them into the offense. So even though he's great on defense and he brings a lot of energy, I trade – Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for Kevin Durant in a heartbeat if I can keep Jason Tatum. And so it's those two pieces and Derek White and <laughs> he was a good yeah, rotational it, piece. It, it, they want him, another rotational player and draft picks. Absolutely. Why not? Oh my gosh. You're just, this is a lot. Cause that's so much for that's a team real for, that is for literally Kevin without Kevin Durant, the favorite to win the NBA title in 2023 already. Uh, I, it, well, my mind, boss is not. Boss is not even. Jalen Brown clearly with the tweet didn't like it. Shaking my head. Well, I mean, he had a chance to establish himself as an NBA champion, and you know he didn't play up to his best in the NBA Finals. That's kind of how professional sports is. And I, I, when you can get a piece like Kevin Durant, and you can keep Jason Tatum, you have to do that deal. You just have to. That's so interesting to me. All this to say that um, there are still no deals as of right now to have any actual real traction where they are coming to an agreement. They haven't reached the threshold that Brooklyn is comfortable with yet because of all that they are asking for. Before we move on, I'll ask you a question. Okay. Say the deal doesn't happen. I still take the Milwaukee Bucks over Boston the way they sit right now with a healthy Chris Middleton. Well, that's that's the piece, right? Because Chris Middleton wasn't available. Right. And I, I think that if he was, that the Bucks would have beaten Boston yeah. in the postseason and, and, and I, moved on. They still took it to seven games without him. Right. So, I mean, I don't think Boston, if they stay put, is, oh, you know, prohibitive favorite to come out of the East. I just don't want to break up everything that they're building. Well, they don't either. But, I mean, just breaking it up is, I mean, KD on, on the basketball court, I mean, in his entire career, he's had, what, one series where I feel like, you know, he didn't perform, and that was his past year versus Boston. I didn't expect to get this fired up this early in the morning, but I have a lot of feelings right now. Uh, another big headline, though, yesterday is in the NFL because Kyler Murray officially signed his $230.5 million contract, and now some details of that contract are making the rounds on social media, including that in writing, an addendum of his contract requires him to have at least four hours of independent study <laughs> per week. And if that sounds weird to you, you're not alone. This is unprecedented from what I have heard from a lot of people in the league and, and media people that, that cover and have good knowledge of these contracts that that doesn't happen. You, you never had that in your contract, Sean? No. <laughs> um, yeah. I've also never had a team offer me 160 that, million guarantees. So. That's true. But what was your reaction, though, when you saw this? Well, because I, it's it seems very bizarre to have to say, oh, yeah, do some extra work on your own. I have to answer this in, in, in two different contexts. Because I am an ex-professional football player. So from that standpoint, understanding the physicality involved in an extremely violent physical game, statistically, when you just look at the statistics, Kyler's deserving of having his contract extended. And as a professional athlete, the game is the game, meaning that the market is the market. And when you're up for contract right now and you're one of the top 15 quarterbacks in the National Football League, this is just what the numbers are. It's just that that's the market. I mean, it's amazing if Dallas would have extended Dak Prescott a year and a half earlier, he'd only be making high 20s. But because they waited, when his deal came up, that's what the going rate was. That's what the price of the brick was. It was 40-something million dollars a year, so that's what Kyler got. But if you take me out of my former professional football player mode and put me into – 
my dream job, which would be a general manager. The only thing I'd rather be doing than television is a general manager NFL team. I'm never playing a player that I have questions about his commitment to being the best possible player he can be. And I think more than anything, that's what this shows, that Kyler has relied on his talent and his preparation and commitment to improving his deficiencies is subpar. And so I just don't believe you give a guy more money and his behavior Mm -hmm. changes. Well, and and Kent Summers of the Arizona Republic was on the show yesterday, and he talked a lot about how throughout this contract negotiation process with the team that there were question marks about his character and about his maturity level and that they had really open and honest conversations about that to get to this point. So you can see why I just look at it from a media standpoint. Mm -hmm. And granted, apples and oranges here, very different job I'm doing than Kyler Murray's doing out there on a football field. But if I'm not doing four hours of – independent study prep on my own on a daily basis, I'm not doing my job to my best ability. The irony is how do you even track that? And I, I So heard, they have the iPad. I heard they have the iPads. But the detail with which this right. thing is written out. You where, can't like, just can't have, have it on. You can't be yeah, watching something else. You can't have else. video games. You can't right. be doing whatever I mean, in the what background. Are they, are, are they, they must have some kind of program where they can watch you watch the iPad. And as a professional athlete, if I'm going to do this at home, you're not bringing a camera into my home. So a lot of concessions were made on the Cardinal but side. Four if you're hours Kyler, a week, you can't you can't commit without in writing having four hours of extra work on your own as a professional football before player. Before we hit a break, let me say this, Stormy. The Cardinals feel like they got a deal, a bargain. Oof. You know why? Because if they had waited two years and Kyler continues to progress like he is, I bet the price of the brick could be fifty plus. Well, he could forfeit 100, 100 million of his 160 guaranteed money if he doesn't do his homework. We might have to continue this conversation a little bit more after win some, lose some when we come back here on Follow the Money. This first hour of Follow the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. We'll recap some of the winners and losers of the MLB slate yesterday when we come back. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Win some, lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Win some, lose some. Stormy Bonantoni Tony and Sean King with you. And the first thing Sean said when he walked into the building today was crazy baseball. Yes, indeed. So let's get into some of it. Uh, starting with the win some. Reds Marlins easily goes over nine yesterday. Cincinnati beating Miami 11-2. Reds had 10 themselves through five. Uh, Jonathan India, first career grand slam. Since he's won three or four out of the break here now. Don't look now, but the Reds are, are starting to roll. <laughs> Somebody has a, what, 500-1 ticket on the Reds to win the NL Central. It's still a long shot, but... Reds are playing good baseball. They are. Uh, Tigers-Padres goes over the eight and a half. The Tigers beat San Diego 12-4. Glad, by the way, I did not pull the trigger on the Padres' run line. We talked about how it's good, you know, usually to fade teams coming off Sunday night baseball into the Monday slate. I said, but they're playing the Tigers. Did not make that an in-pocket play. Glad I didn't. Detroit plus 135 gets the win as well. Manea just got lit up a career-worst nine runs in three and a third innings, including five unearned in the third alone. Uh, also win some. The A's get it done against the Astros 7-5, <laughs> cashing at plus 195. The Astros, they started out after the break 
They they beat the Yankees swept back the Yankees. to back games. Yeah. Swept the Mariners who were coming off yeah. that fourteen game win streak. Look at them now. Yeah, and of course I bet the Mariners and the Astros showed up and. Yeah. Luckily, I didn't bet the Astros last night. If you did, I apologize. Anybody that loses to the A's, man, that's a tough beat. <laughs> Can't win them all. But if you did have the brass to take the dog, there you go. Phillies cash in plus 155 to beat Atlanta. Scored three runs in the eighth inning. And that's all she wrote. But how about we get to the videos? Win some videos. So yesterday, you weren't with us, Sean. Uh, Jaden Ivey does the cat daddy okay. center court as a kid. Um, at a Notre Dame basketball game. His mom, of okay. course, Notre Dame women's basketball coach. He has responded. Let's see this video. Mood every day knowing I'm a piston. So he's just getting in on his own joke now. Is this, No, this video went viral over the last couple of days of him doing the cat daddy when he was younger. Look at the flexibility on the left leg, though, and the balance. Like, okay. I love that, though. Taking, like, getting in on the joke, right? Absolutely. I'm looking at the athleticism. You know, I'm a former coach, so, I mean, when you see a guy that can get the hips that low and, you know, not fall off to the side, I mean, hey, it, it, was, it was great foresight because now he's probably one of the top 10, 12 most athletic players in the National Basketball Association, but you can see yeah. it right here. I mean, try this later on today, Storm, and see if you can do it without falling down. I was going to say, your girl had meniscus surgery <laughs> this year. My my knees don't bend like that Dang. anymore. Um, another winsome, Soldier Field renovation pictures. So they've got some mock-ups of what it might look like um, con- potentially converting into a dome. I guess there's like three different versions out there. Um, in terms of Mayor Lori Lightfoot's plan. Now, is this to renovating the current stadium or is this moving it? Because I had heard some conversation. They weren't building it somewhere else. But I'll tell you this. I played in the old Soldier uh, Soldier Field, and it was, it was dump. I don't let anybody tell you as a professional athlete that you want to play in a place because of history, tradition, and nostalgia. You want to play in something nice. I remember sitting <laughs> in the visitor's locker room like, gee, I need Christmas. I'm back in high school. But anything that could prevent that... Yeah, November, so I, December chill from coming off the right, lake. Yeah, yeah. Probably be helpful for the visiting team. So I think, yes, that's as you see there. I think it's, yeah, a, it's a beautiful. renovation. It looks looks really, really nice. But I do. I think of some of those old stadiums that have gotten torn down, like a Qualcomm yeah, or I a played, I played in an old veterans stadium with the AstroTurf. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and there's Mary, Mayor Lori Lightfoot's comments on it. Yeah, they just want to make sure that these proposed renovations allow Soldier Field to retain its role as an economic engine for Chicago for years to come. And in addition to football, obviously all the events that you can host in a, in a nice brand new stadium like that. Let's go to lose some here. And we got to start with the beloved Dodgers here. Minus, do not lay three minus 335. Do not lay that price um, in general. But against the Nationals, they lose 4-1 last night. Yeah, I On mean, the run line, they were minus 155 favorites. Yeah, I don't know what's going on in baseball right now. Like, it's been some strange outcomes. As you mentioned earlier, the Athletics beat the Astros. I mean, the Rockies beat the Brewers on the road. They've been terrible. I, I mean, the, yeah. the Rays are losing. I, I don't know what's going on in baseball right now. I might just sit out the rest of the week. But uh, <laughs> if you – first of all, like you said, laying – over three dollars on anybody if you is like, a bad wager. If you like those big favorites, at least just watch the game and wait to in-game yeah, bet just, it. You know, just see if you can get a better number. Minus three thirty-five. If you're betting that, come on, guys, be be better. Uh, Angels Royals over eight. So this game was scoreless in the bottom of the sixth. KC scores seven runs in six, seven, and eight. You think that hey, there's a chance 
Nope, doesn't get there. 7 nothing. but Casey beating the Angels. The Angels looking rough. And then the Mariners run line. Seattle led the Rangers 4-2 in the ninth. Mariners end up winning 4-3, so they don't cover. The only potential win on lose some is if the Angels just keep being a dumpster fire they are, we might get Shohei Otani move at the trade <laughs> deadline, somewhere we can watch this wonderful yes. talent come playoff time. Exactly, and then we don't even have to have the argument about the will he, won't he in the MVP race, because he'll actually be contributing to a decent team. Uh, let's get to the videos here. We saw a little glimpse of it before we got to these games. Lose some. The rain dumping at the Welcome to Las Vegas sign. You know, we need the rain here, I was going to say, much needed. Uh, I mean, out of all the things that are... are extreme about the Las Vegas weather. First of all, I think I've heard thunder once <laughs> and I'll be here for 365 days in a week and it's rained probably three times in the last year. I think it's just sad for tourists if you're only here for a weekend and you're expecting to get like the, the sunny skies. Whoever you are, and... please come back because we need more of <laughs> Yes, rain. I can't be looking at the lake anymore and the dried up bodies and corpses from the mob <laughs> and the boats in half from the bottom all of a sudden on the sand. Yeah, we can't have that anymore. And then last one here, I found this last night devastating. Oh my gosh. Klondike's Choco Taco discontinued. This is an absolute staple of my childhood. I am emotional. I am a wreck. Now, Love I'm me in a the Choco Klondike Taco. and I'm all for this, but I don't think I'm very familiar with this particular Choco Taco. And I love Klondike bars. And I, when I saw this picture, I thought this was something they were bringing into the rotation. They're Ugh. taking this out? They're this exists? They're taking this away. Yes, this has existed for 40 years. Wow. My entire life. How did I miss this? I don't know, because it was the best. Like, this is one of those things when you hear that music of the what ice cream truck. What do you truck, do for a Klondike? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I just, the silver packages. Yes, that's that's the original, but this was like a fun thing. They okay. even had these at Taco Bell, like, in February recently. It so I'm, It is. It's so good. And I know a lot of the people arguing, like, they're really upset about it. Or people come back at them saying, well, when's the last time you had one? I have I have one of these at least once a year. Well, but maybe that's not that wasn't enough to keep it in in As the head of the National oh. Fat Boys Club, I've never <laughs> seen this before until now, so uh, maybe I can run and catch one before yeah, they completely get out of the rotation. We'll have, we'll have to go yeah. to the gas station after this, see what we can do. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sports book. Log in and get a 20% profit boost on MLB bets every Tuesday. Learn more at betrivers.com. And real quickly, in these last couple minutes of the segment, I wanted to go back to um, the Kyler Murray conversation because one of the last things you said um, before you missed this, before you missed yesterday, was about Kyler Murray's contract. Mm -hmm. And you said if he does not get the contract, I'm buying in on all things Cardinals this year. If he does secure the bag, I'm fading all things Cardinals this year. So now that he has a $230.5 million deal, even with the weird clause in it, how do you feel about Arizona's chances? Oh, even more strongly than I felt before. They have none. Zero. <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, I don't think, makes it through the end of the year. Really? Because now you cannot displace any of the blame to Kyler because they've already committed to Kyler. Uh -huh. So without DeAndre Hopkins being there, they lost Christian Kirk. They lost Chase Edmonds, you know, so I don't think the talent is around him, especially from a veteran experience standpoint. And what he's shown thus far is when things don't go well, he wears it. Mm -hmm. Like his bad body language, his, his you know, kind of downtrodden, you know, uh, deflect any accountability. You know, um, 
I'm still hearing that he hadn't took accountability for his performance in the playoff game. That it's still they didn't do this or yeah. we. And he's doing the finger listen, pointing. I, I, I've, I was a professional athlete. I'm still around them. They don't change. We don't change our bad behaviors when you pay us more money. Mm-hmm. It just emboldens us to be even more strongly about whatever internal compass we have, wherever, wherever that arrow's pointed. Now I know I can really, <laughs> you know, follow that arrow because of the amount of money I'm making. Right. So I, I'm selling everything, Cardinals. Well, we will. No playoffs. Talk plenty about this yeah. throughout, um, especially when we talk to Mark Schofield later on in the show, NFL national writer for USA Today. But remember, everybody, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is serving up big wins with our new weekly profit boost on all tennis wagers. Visit BetRivers.com or download the Bet River Sportsbook app every Wednesday to receive a 20% profit boost on any tennis wager. That's right. Log in every Wednesday, automatically get 20% profit boost. And now you can even live stream your favorite tennis players right from the Bet Rivers app. It's so easy. Heat up your summer with the Bet Rivers Sportsbook app. It's a whole new game when we come back here on follow the money the most bet nfl win totals overs and unders we're gonna see if we want to fade or follow the public so don't go anywhere we'll give you the lowdown when we come back follow the money on vsin the sports betting network If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from that local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Los Angeles, New York, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, and now Washington, D.C. You can subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcasts. And we've got some Bet Rivers odds that we want to look at now um, regarding NFL win totals. The most bet win totals mm-hmm. um, so far. And this is all, you know, based on handle. So kind of going through each one of these teams and determining whether or not we want to fade or follow mm-hmm. the public opinion here. Usually we like to fade them, but I got to tell you, looking at a few of these, Sean, I'm on board. So let's start with the most bet with regards to handle Vikings over nine, Kevin O'Connell, new head coach, Kirk cousins under center. What do you think? I actually like this. I agree with the public and, uh, I think Minnesota, when you look at just their roster, is one of the top 12 most talented rosters from strictly a personnel standpoint. But I think Mike Zimmer and his message had gotten stale. Mm-hmm. You know, So the fact that you bring Coach O'Connell in, coming off of winning a championship, he's been around Sean McVay, who everybody says is the best in the business, at motivating his guys, at creating that perfect balance between accountability and players coach. I think O'Connell goes in and, you know, he changes the whole attitude in an organization. So you also catch Green Bay minus Devontae mm-hmm. Adams. You catch Chicago, in my opinion, a complete rebuild. Mm-hmm. And Detroit, who I do like some of the things that Dan Campbell, Campbell has them doing from a personnel standpoint, they're still a few years away. So I, I like Minnesota over nine. So I do as well, and I figured that you were going to say that because when we talked previously, you had mentioned that even in the division, you thought that the Vikings could be kind of one of those sleeper picks despite uh, obviously all eyes are going to be on that Green Bay squad, but you think they could potentially take a step back. Maybe that opens the door for the Vikings to have a little bit more success. And I am really optimistic about Kevin O'Connell too, bringing that offensive Sean McVay, Mike Shanahan approach um, that's had a proven success record to a place that needs it and see if Kirk Cousins can elevate his game and take that next step, not only in the regular season, maybe the postseason You know, and they have two skill players that I think are top five, definitely top eight at their position in Dalvin Cook and Justin Mm -hmm. Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. He's tremendous. 
I think I am going to try to find every possible way to bet on that guy. Yeah, he's tremendous. So, you know, the cupboard is far from bare. And their complimentary players are, are really good as well. And Cousins is not going to get you mm-hmm. beat the majority of the season, especially in the regular season. So I, I'm, I agree with the public on this. I like Vikings over nine. You mentioned the Bears, and they're on this top five list as well, number four in the most bet under six and a half, which I feel like that's been a pretty consensus thing I've heard across this network. Um, anybody that's talking about the Bears, not particularly optimistic about their season. Yeah, I'm not a guy that really thinks you can tell strength of schedule from year to year in the NFL. Like, think last, last year, anybody had Cincy on the schedule. They weren't right. looking at them as the Super Bowl participants. So, there is some variance there. But when you look at this Bears roster, I mean, they have two good players on defense. Robert Quinn coming off 18 and a half sacks and Roquan Smith. Roquan Smith is, is holding out. Mm-hmm. On offense, you know, now that Allen Robinson is is in Los Angeles, the Rams, I mean, I love Montgomery as a, running, as a running back, but, I mean, everybody else, I mean, you're betting to come. I mean, you have no idea what you're going to get from the rest of that cast. You know, new head coach, new general manager. You know, I, I'm with the public on this. What do you think it's about scary. Just, what do you think about Justin Fields in year two, just in general? Well, I, I think in one instance, it's a good situation for him because they have no expectations. And no well, Matt Nagy kind of well, ruining the good things. Well, the thing is, is, is Matt Nagy had his bad – aspects but when you look at his overall time there i mean if you tell me that over the next four or five years that they're gonna match the win total that matt Nagy had in his first four or five i'll probably call you crazy but at least justin gets to a year to go out and, and, and mess it up unlike trey lance who from day one is gonna be criticized and under a microscope you know as his first start justin will get a chance to go out and and mess up some games and, and hopefully get it right second half of the season. That's true, and he did get the experience last year, whereas a guy like Trey Lance had two starts, but obviously different situation for Justin, had that year to grow, and now with a new coaching staff, yeah, there are going to be a lot of changes, but I think that's going to be a better thing for two him. Two for two with the public. I'm nervous. Okay, we're going to keep it rolling because <laughs> I I really like this next one. This okay. is probably my favorite one. I haven't pulled the trigger on betting it, but I think that I'm going to, and it's the Steelers over seven. Yeah, I mean, I can see, you know. Uh, That's the one you have pause on, and it's the one I like the most. <laughs> yeah, because I think it, so much of it depends upon is Mitchell Trubisky ready to make the next step. So I would argue that regardless of who is at quarterback, whether it was Mitchell Trubisky or even Kenny Pickett thrown in there, it's going to be an upgrade of the 2021 version of Big Ben we have. I mean, that's fair. Um, I wouldn't disagree with that. I just always go back to that division is always extremely tough. So, you know, I, I, I listen, I'm not going against Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin's yes. never not finished with a losing record. So over seven, I'm going with it 100%. Just off of that alone. But I'm, there are pieces. If Mitchell's not ready to, to, to be a starting quarterback, it could be, could be scary. You could be in that. I'm optimistic. Right there at 500 mark. I'm not saying, don't bet them 10 to 1 to win the AFC North. I'm not saying that. But I'm optimistic that they're going to get over that win total. J.J. Watt on D, Cam Hayward, Minka Fitzpatrick, Devin Bush. And you talk about Mike Tomlin. He's never had a losing season. Mm -hmm. Even if you get eight, nine wins. You're still over seven. You're still over seven. So It's ironic that they put them there. If it's the worst season of his coaching career. Yeah. Yeah. It's the worst of his career. You still cash that ticket. So, I like it. I know it's a difficult division, but he, I mean, look at what Mike Tomlin did. Even when Mason Rudolph was in a quarterback, Facts. Hodges. Facts. You know, I think I think that they can. And do they it, have so. weapons: Najee Harris, Chase yes. Claypool, button superstar. Nobody gives Deontay Johnson enough credit for where he's at statistically. I mean, he's been outstanding. So, 
hey, I, 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 I'm taking the over. So I'm three and zero yeah. with the public. <laughs> what could go wrong? You know what? I haven't, um, I haven't made my selections firm for in pocket later. So maybe this is a glean to where where I'm going. Uh, I, I know this next one that you're gonna agree with. So you're about to be four for four big time because you told me the other day you think that the Atlanta Falcons might not win a football game. The public is all over Falcons under five. Yeah, you could put this number at two, and I still take the under. <laughs> like I just don't know how the Falcons win a football game. I mean, their roster is... It's is, not going to be that bad. They're, they're not even the most talented team in the state of Georgia. I'm just telling you, I think Georgia has better football players than the Falcons. This is bad. You and Marcus, Mar- Marcus Mariota can't stay healthy. So at some point, Desmond Ritter is going to be the starting quarterback. He's not ready for that. Uh, they moved Felipe Franks to tight end. So I, I'm just... This, this roster, when you look at it, very, very little talent. You know, I just... I don't see how to get it done. Uh I'm under five. I'm actually going to, in one of my survivor entries, I'm going to fade the Falcons the first nine weeks of the season. So, just blindly. If you want, so blind fade through nine, through 17, you willing to throw a ticket on 30 to one for the Falcons to go over this season? That's a prop at Bet Rivers right now. See, the thing is, they got the Cardinals in week 17, and by that time, Cliff <laughs> Kingsbury will be fired. That's true. That's- and then in week 11, they got the Bears in Atlanta. That could be a debacle. And then the Bucks in week 18, who knows yeah. who's playing for the Bucks in that game. That's a, another thing that we talked about with Trent Summers yesterday was um, Cliff Kingsbury's history. Oh, he's out going back from Well, just going back from Texas Tech, the, the fall off that he's had with his teams yeah. in the back half of the season. He's gone. We've seen it continuously with the Cardinals. He saw it in college. Uh, last one here, Jets over five and a half. You know, I'm surprised by the way that the Seahawks weren't a more heavily bet under, but the Jets over five and a half. Is, I'll probably is leave this one alone. I don't have a strong opinion. Um, I think Zach Wilson was overdrafted, but I also think he has talent. They added Brees Hall. You know, on defense, Robert Salah added some pieces in the draft. They get a... Uh, yeah, folks are really high on what. Yeah, New they get a got. couple guys back from injury that they missed last year. So I feel like five and a half is about right. Like they're going to be somewhere in that four to six range from a win total. Yeah, and we are even seeing it at various books. And again, like sh- shop around so that a six can be a win, like it is at Bet Rivers. But a lot of other books, it's not. Six is a push. So mm-hmm. if if you were, if you're betting the over, try to make sure you're, you're getting the, the five win. and a half. But I mean, you look at. It's right on. I think that I think that yeah. number's right. So what I go uh, four and four, one, because oh, I don't really disagree <laughs> oh, okay. with the Jets. Four zero oh, and one, yeah. but that's a lot of love for the public. <laughs> yeah, Falcons at five is ludicrous. No chance. I'm I just, like, just no shot, as I say on the nightcap with my guy Tim Murray. No shot. I really feel like I'm I'm shocked that Seattle's not on this list as a heavily bet under because you are missing Russell Wilson and Bobby Wagner, who have been the faces the staples of this organization for the last decade but they still have dk metcalf in a contract year they have lockett drew locks just good enough drew to Locke win six Gino games Smith leading the way well, but drew's just good enough to win six games the problem is he's not good enough to be a consistent player on a, a team that expects to be in the playoffs and compete for championships all right i don't know i just i think well they're not gonna fire pete carroll by any means well, i think this himself. is gonna this is gonna be the last year right well, I think Pete's one of those guys. If not, if I don't do this, what am I going to do? So I think they're going to have to force Pete out. 
<laughs> Force the gum out of his mouth, too. Mm -hmm. He'd be chomping. By uh, the way, Pete looks great for his age. He does. All these guys, like Saban, how old is he? And he's out there doing what he's doing, looking as good as he does. That sounded creepy. Anyways, we will turn our attention to college football when we come back and into uh, uh, Nick Saban's quarterback and see if he can go back-to-back -back in the Heisman race. Don't go anywhere. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. 
to start listening. Follow the money on VSEN, the sports betting network. The VSEN football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for both the college and pro football seasons. Our experts provide profiles of every single team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on the season win totals, division finishes, player awards, everything you need. Reserve your copy of the football betting guides today. You get access to everything we offer for the entire season with a VSEN All Access subscription. Make this football season your best ever. Subscribe now at slash subscribe. And no better time coming off of that read to get into some college football talk. And Bryce Young is the favorite in the Heisman Trophy race to repeat after being the first Alabama quarterback to win the award. He won't have the same weapons necessarily receiving as he did last year, but Alabama we know is not a team that rebuilds. They just reload and they are going to be stacked at every other position out there. CJ Stroud, however, your favorite from Ohio state followed by Caleb Williams of USC on the odds board plus 750. He's actually been bet down a little bit from nine to one to plus 750, which I just don't understand why people are throwing their money away. But what's some of your feelings at the top of the odds boards here, Sean? I don't think Bryce Young repeats. Um, tremendous season throwing the football last year, 4,800 yards, 47 touchdowns, seven picks. But I don't think he's a dynamic runner or utilizes his athleticism enough to win it back-to-back. For instance, 81 carries last year. How many yards do you think he ended up with rushing? 80 carries? Zero? Zero. <laughs> <Matt>, I <laughs> didn't know that. In the right, is zero <laughs> yards rushing. So because he's not going to captivate. That's hard to do. Even Matt Stafford right, does more than right? that. Right. <laughs> he's not going to be able to captivate the national audience, you know, by these spectacular plays. Statistically, I think he has probably about the same year, maybe a few more interceptions, a few less touchdowns, because uh, it's a new group at receiver, and we saw in the national championship game, talented, mm-hmm. but you know, not quite as refined as Jamison Williams and, and Mechie were when they were healthy. The name on that list where I think I'm very interested, and a lot of people are going to disagree because C.J. Stroud's a quarterback, Travion Henderson's a running back, Jackson Smith and Jigba. 25 to 1 right now. It's 25 to 1, and he may be the most transcendent talent I've seen at wide receiver since Randy Moss. That's very high praise. If you want to see spectacular, you go watch him in the Rose Bowl versus what is a really good Utah team and was an elite Utah defense. Because of the fact that I think he's that different, I think 25 to 1 on him. Is 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 worth a shot. Now, having said that, probably the most likely winner is if USC is any good at all. No. Caleb Williams is going to be in the conversation, but CJ Stroud and, and Ohio State for all the reasons that I just said, because mm-hmm. of Travion, because of Jackson Smith and Jig, because of Marvin Harrison's son, like they're going to be really good on offense. But I'm telling you, Smith and Jigba mm-hmm. is special. Be on the lookout for him because you mentioned CJ Stroud off the top being the favorite. I want to go through how last year's Heisman preseason to now ended up playing out Mm -hmm. because injuries happen. There are players that lost their, so let me just go through this real quickly. Um, So Bryce Young and CJ Stroud last year were, yes, among the top five favorites listed out to in the preseason of last year of the top 10 players in last year's preseason odds. Three of them lost their starting quarterback jobs. 
Two got hurt, and the others, aside from Matt Corral, were just largely unimpressive and not good enough. The preseason favorite at every book last year was Spencer, Spencer Rattler. Rattler. We mm-hmm. all know. But DJ Uyunglele, mm-hmm. Sam Howell, Derek King, who had the ACL and shoulder, uh, Keaton Slovis at USC, Jackson Dart ended up coming up. Uh, he lost his job to Jackson Dart at USC, who's neither one of them are there now. Um, so just keep this in mind that it is very fluctuating so market. You never know what's going to happen. Here's what's interesting, and I wish I had the uh, clip from the nightcap. I said last year, Spencer Rattler can't play. I said the most ludicrous thing I've ever seen is people think he's the favorite for the Heisman and he's going to be the number one pick in the draft when he got said that, that is ludicrous. I said he can't play. I did. I never liked Keaton Slovis or Jackson Dart. Neither I thought they were I. very overrated. When I look at this list, C.J. Stroud's the real deal. Mm-hmm. And as long as he can prevent from having an Oregon-type Oregon games, he played bad in the Week 2 loss to Oregon. I mean, at Ohio State when they lost yep. to Oregon. But he was a young quarterback. You know, uh, Bryce Young's the real deal. Caleb Williams, he's kind of got a little Kyler Murray in him. You know, in that I'm not sure how committed he is sometimes to just being great at football, but he can really play. Yeah, so I don't doubt Caleb Williams' talent by any stretch of the imagination. What I do doubt is USC's ability to be a playoff contending type of a team, and I don't see Caleb Williams being able to win the Heisman. Yeah, if they're not competitive. If if they have an eight-win season, he's not going to win the Heisman. That'll be interesting, Um, just because SC hasn't been an eight-win caliber program. In a while. Yeah. And four wins a so year ago. I, I, and their wonder, defense is largely the same. I wonder will they hold that against Lincoln Riley, who the national media likes, and Caleb Williams if he's spectacular. When you're throwing to Mario Williams and, and uh, Adel, uh, Adelson from uh, Pittsburgh to transfer, I mean, those are some elite dudes. Yes. In a conference where, I mean, outside of Utah, I think there's instability and change everywhere else. Washington, new head coach. Oregon, new head coach. I know people are high on Oregon State, but, I mean – yeah, well, and he, like you said, he's going to have weapons. Addison's right. the reigning Bolitnikoff Award winner for the best wide receiver in college football coming right. out of Pitt. So I think he's more legit on that list than I thought Spencer Rattler was last year. Okay. Yeah. Um, the name, though, that is getting the majority of bets, which I actually do have a ticket on, now currently 25 to 1, same odds as your guy, uh, is Mr. Will Anderson of Alabama, Ed Rusher. And those odds have got down because so many people have bought in on 22.4% of bettors at Bet Rivers are in on Will Anderson, finished fifth among the voting last year, um, led the country in sacks last year, second in quarterback pressures, just poised to build on that performance this year with a team that is the favorite to win this year's national title. You know that they're going to be contending come late in the year. Probably will sweep all the defensive awards, Stormy. But no Heisman. Probably deserving of winning the Heisman, if the Heisman really was awarded to the best actual player in college football. But with the list of quarterbacks on there, they're going to be so spectacular from a number standpoint. I just don't see a scenario, you know, where he gets it done. I even mentioned Dylan Gabriel, the UCF transfer to Oklahoma, pairs him back up with Jeff Levy, who was his OC. I think Dylan Gabriel's an excellent talent. Well, you know, he's got a big percent of the handle as well. The yeah. next the next most bet at 15.3% right. so, is Gabriel. So I think Will is the best player in college football, regardless of position. I think he wins all the defensive awards. I don't think he wins the Heisman. I think he gets invited, but I don't think he wins the Heisman. Just not enough people are going to look close enough. And the fact that he's done it before, what can he do to usurp that? Alabama's going to be so great on defense. I think statistically he could drop slightly, but at Bama be better, sort of like Georgia. Individually, last year, none of Georgia's players really stood out. 
because they were so good across the As board. Alabama's kind of got that same setup going into this season. That'll be a good thing, I think, to ask our guy Roman Harper about, former Alabama defensive player himself, his mm -hmm. view on the Tide and their two Heisman candidates, which way he might lean and if he thinks that that um, our guy Anderson here has a legitimate chance. Roman Harper coming up at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, so not too far off. Um, I talked a lot about how much I like the Utah Utes. It is very well known at this point. I like their win total over. I like them to win the Pac-12 conference, and I have a long shot ticket at 80-1 to 1 on their quarterback, Cam Rising, in the Heisman Trophy market just on the off chance that Utah does have a good enough season that puts them in contention to be the first Pac-12 team to make the college football playoff. That said, any long shot, we're, like give me at least over 50 to 1 that you like. Hmm. What is Jordan Addison at, at USC? Let me say. And wide receiver. And listen, I like your Utah. My computer hasn't been cooperating. Yeah, I like your Utah opinion. I just don't think that system would allow the quarterback at Utah to win a Heisman. 100 to 1 yeah, for so your guy. That, that's the long shot. Okay. I mean, he, I like is, that. he is special. Not as special as Smith and Jigba, but he also doesn't have as much competition. But again, the same argument goes, though. Can he get it if USC doesn't win? I think Utah has a far better chance of winning. Yeah, but oh, so for instance, Cameron Rising last year. I know he didn't play the whole season. Nearly 3,000 yards. But Brewer only attempted 79 passes. So... Brewer yeah, started the year because he wasn't good. I know, and and I agree with your, your. No, sorry. I agree with your Cameron Rising. I'm talking more. He threw for 2,400 yards, 20 touchdowns, five picks. That's more a Kyle Whittingham system thing. How he wants to play football. They're not going to throw the ball all across the field. And I just think it's going to be hard for a quarterback to win a Heisman when those other guys are throwing for 4,500 plus and 40 plus touchdowns. It's going to be hard for him to win it at at 3,300. And 28 so touchdown passes. My thought process or hope, and they do have a very solid ground game as well, so they're going to be multidimensional, right. and Tavion Thomas is going to get his. But with Rising, I feel like he had a proving ground last year that now they can build on that and give him more opportunity. I like your so, opinion. we'll see. Um, I am excited to get into some of that conversation a little bit more with Roman Harper later on. But when we come back, we're talking AFC West. Derek Car uh, Carr has been referred to as something very highly touted from his guy, Devontae Adams. We've got the audio. We're going to break it down in that whole division. It's going to be fun. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.